Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank. Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Our heroes are making the best of the mixed hand that hell has been dealing them. While Quinny and Reginald were off dealing with their new lawyer, Butthole Juniper and Moonhammer were forced to battle across the plains of Avernus alongside Maud Buggins and Werner Ragnarok. What will happen now that all of our heroes are finally reunited? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. It was one thing when you died, Quinny, because you knew you were fine. And yeah, sure, Manny broke you down at like a genetic level and recombined you a few times in, in excruciating agony, but you still knew you existed and you knew that somewhere out there, Butthole and Alan and Goblin Jr. were still doing their thing and that brought you um, a great deal of solace. Uh, but the death of Butthole was was something different. Uh, it was uh, an act that you did everything in your power to prevent, uh, but couldn't. Uh, it came with a responsibility you never wanted, but that you you rose to accept. And it has uh, caused a fairly fundamental shift in your life uh, in terms of how you view your your role in the world and, and what you do. Um, and also when Alan reached out to him and, and couldn't contact him, I think as someone who doesn't really put much stake in the afterlife of any sort, really, despite having been in hell, uh, that seemed like it was probably probably about it, uh, that he would live on kind of in, in your your hearts and minds, but but not in, in your presence. And yet, uh, stepping through uh, this, this portal, he's butthole, and it looks like he's alive. I, I I can't move. I, I I'm frozen in place. 
Um, is it is it the butthole that I know? Like my friend, you know, last time I thought I saw this guy coming over the horizon, it was it was Reginald from another <laughs> dimension. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, his butthole in like Wonder Woman eighty four gold armor. I uh, I'm I can't move. I can't think. I'm just looking at this guy. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> scoop him up in a big old hug. And then I'm going to kiss him on the mouth. Just tongue to tooth, baby. I miss him <laughs> so much. Uh, and I like. I think everything is like uh, like rigid and tight, all of Quinny's muscles. So he just picks him up almost like picking up like a statue. Um, <laughs> and, you know, pressing his, his, you said tongue to tooth. I like that. That's really funny. Uh, <laughs> like worming his tongue against like Quinny's like pursed lips. And then I think Quinny like relaxes a bit like, oh no, this is definitely the same fucking guy. <laughs> and the, the arms kind of come up to embrace, but also the head is like now turning. Like you know, when you like, when, when you come home and your dog is really happy to see you and just the, 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 the he's trying to get up in that mouth and like slobber. And it's just like, you got to strategically turn your head away and stuff like that. And that's, that's how this embrace goes, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it butthole like end end the kiss after that's done, and he'll, but he won't put Quinny back down. He's like, okay, you and I can talk from right here because I missed you so much, and I had to watch a weird western you die, and I did not like it. I just imagine you like holding him up on your hip. Like, yeah, that's it. That's that's where Quinny is. Only yeah. talking to him. To be clear, he's not infantilizing him at all. He just yeah. wants to have him yeah. like close. Yeah. <laughs> Quinny like is like using like the back of his hand and his form to like wipe the the slobber off his face, but also discreetly wiping like a single tear out of like his good eye. He like I I missed you too. Yeah. So what's up with your Reginald though? Because this yeah. is fucking creepy. At which point <laughs> like, you you lock eyes with with Reginald, um, who is is standing over Quinny's shoulder. Yeah, like uh, Reginald, who's just looking confused as shit, because Reginald. Butthole didn't say his own name. It doesn't know who this is. So Reginald's wondering if another version of him just made out with you. <laughs> and now this version is a hammer. And Reginald's like, okay, do you know what? If, if you two are in love, you can have him. I'm not going to fight you for him, other me. Uh, Reginald, this is Butthole Farch. Butthole Farch, this is Reginald Tingler from a, a world where you never existed. Um, a world where we didn't stop the Black Spider. Okay, but does that mean like super murdery? Like the the one that killed you? Like, do I? Ha- and Butthole's just like his eyes are flitting down to the hammer in his hands, <laughs> like looking this, to Reginald. This one uh, saved me, in point of fact, uh, a couple times. And Juniper oh. rolls up just to say, like, yeah, he's 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 been really helpful. Hi, Quinny. Hi, Reginald. Ju- oh. Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like oh wow down out oh. of like butthole's arms and like give juniper a big hug too yeah that's a cool chair uh wait wait so okay so the one we had the reginald was was murdery and and a real son of a bitch and he took a lot of drugs and we had to murder him because he sucked and then i killed his shade in hell but this one is from an evil world surrounded by overlords but turned out maybe kind of decent uh, working on it, working on it. We're both kind of working on being better, uh, a mutual agreement to, to do better. Yeah. I prefer the term coward in recovery. That's 
really where I'm coming from. You know, did some bad things, might do them again in future, but trying to do better. Oh my God. But Hull just says to himself, he's standing. <laughs> There's a version of Reginald who wants to be better, but is a coward, but is dark, but wants to do better. And it sounds like what he needs is a brother. You're the Reginald I always wanted. Uh, and he's just going to run forward and, and hug Reginald. Uh, because I, I will say the idea that he could possibly like save or redeem Reginald was one of his like driving focuses of his whole life Aww. until Reginald murdered Quinny. So this is like, I got my, I got my Quinny and I got my Reggie. And I got my moon hammer, Mooney Reggie Quinny, Mooney Reggie Quinny. And uh, as you you squeeze Reginald, um, the uh, the hilt uh, of the uh, the sun scythe falls off his belt and uh, rolls across the floor um, and uh, just kind of bumps up against your foot, Moon Hammer. Speaking okay. of brothers, <laughs> um, I reach down and. Uh, pick up the uh, sun scythe mm-hmm. and um, I can speak to my brother now. Yeah. 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 Uh, you also have the power to set him free. Uh, all you need to do is break it over your knee. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so holding this sacred icon, <laughs> this powerful weapon, uh, what do you do? Um, well, I guess I'm going to talk to him and let him know that, Hey, get ready. <laughs> You're coming back, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both loved CSI nice. Miami. Uh, you smash the, the hilt, and there's just a blast of of blinding golden light, uh, and uh, uh, Sunsight stumbles out of it, uh, and it, he's a spinning image of you. Uh, not as veiny. Uh, he hasn't been been through hell, but also like kind of wearing like the. Uh, like the the male pattern of like Valkyrie armor um, that uh, that you would have had in in your idealized form. Uh, however, he does have an ethereal glow because he is still technically a living god as opposed to uh, you. And um, with his blade and scythe hands, he just uh, blade and sickle hands. He just uh, like looks at you um, just with that that like glimmer in his eye that you, he always got. You knew he always looked up to you. Um, and uh, he just says, Moonhammer, I'll, I'll never let you down again. Who do you need me to kill? <laughs> um, well, we need to, first of all, kill. Wait, brother, come on, bring it in. Can we go in for like a good hug first? I wasn't sure I'd earned one, but yes. Um, okay. And Can so he runs for, over. Like, the most awkward hug ever because we have like. <laughs> Hammers and scythes and sickles. Like you're just like <laughs> slashing things up around you. Like say, your back is getting cut. The awkwardly placed wide is of these spinning hugs. One of which is just a slaughter of weapons hitting each other. And the other of which is butthole sobbing and holding someone who's clearly uncomfortable and does not know what is happening. And like quitty hugging Juniper, who is also alive. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's been a surprising amount of, of returns. Oh my god, Moonhammer, is this your brother? Okay, hello. I'm gonna guess that your thing is piss, am I right? Ah, you got me, yeah, that's what <laughs> I do, you know, we're two sides of the same coin. I knew it, because uh, farts come before poo, and piss comes before jizz. It just, it adds up. Oh god. Wow, oh, wow. That. That, is, uh, that is a bridge too far. You hang out with, and he turns to Reginald, he's like, this guy is your brother? He's a lot. I... 
I don't know. If he was from another dimension, I mean, is he really my brother? Oh, I'm your brother. Don't you worry about it, man. This is going to be so fun. So well, you don't actually, have to die while I'm around. This kind of makes makes a bit of sense, though, right? Because, like, uh, uh, but, butthole, right? You you yep, hang out me. with with my sister Moonhammer, and uh, me sunset. Uh, I hang out with your brother Reginald. It's like we we each have a we each have a god. This is so. Is this is this uh, Moonhammer armor? And he just points at. Reginald's like spooky, vaguely silvery armor because he's like, hey, do we get him the equivalent of this? Because I feel like matching outfits for brothers seems like a thing. Uh, and he's like, well, I I, I left uh, a, a pair of matching suits in one of the uh, the realms I watched over. Uh, we called it Old West Faerun. Uh, I it was a beautiful place oh. of outlaws and bandits. So yeah, there, there's absolutely another set there. Uh, should be on a statue. Uh, no, yeah, I, he can totally I, wear it. It'll be good. No, it should fit him. It'll look great. You guys look like it's a great place. A I could, I could take you there. I a mean, dwarf. once we get out of here. Hey, that's an accident. I know you from Old West, Faerun. I that that I am. I goes to high five. You realizes his hand is a scythe, and it's like, oh yeah, oh. sorry, it's been a while since I've had elbows. It's stupid, <laughs> f- not fleshy lightsaber hilts. Sucked. Oh, it's good to be back. Okay, well, I gotta that... take a wicked piss. I'm so sorry. I'll be back. Uh, and he just like marches outside happily, and you just hear, "Ha ha!" Moonhammer, <laughs> I am so sorry, but but a dwarf took your armor, and then the dimension got destroyed. So you don't have armor anymore. It's he. I have the only armor, and it's his. <sighs> okay. Well, we're gonna have to deal with that. But first. Since I said he was going to kill somebody for me, so I'm going to like keep him to that promise so he can like <laughs> redeem himself in my mind, I guess. Like, is he still peeing and how is he holding it? Because he has two sides for hands. Uh, it just comes back uh, clearly um, like wiggling back into his pants. Very good at it. Uh, and he's like, oh. That is, uh, that that was a, a holy experience for me. Uh, yeah, no, uh, all, all in on redemption there, sis. Uh, I owe you for leaving you with that douchebag, uh, Captain Plantier, who I understand is fucking here and running around and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably kill him first. Fuck. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So first thing we got to do is we I've got these contracts. So we got to get the one of many faces so that Moonhammer's a god and then two gods can fight another god. That seems smart. So I got all these and he just takes out a collection of papers. He's like, is anyone a lawyer? Because I feel like I've got the gist, but I don't know the specifics. Uh, like a that spindly is... finger raises from like the mm-hmm. back corner where he's been reading periodicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, pardon me, but yes, I, I am the lawyer. Okay, great. Here you go. So I got a copy of one of uh, Manny's. I call him Manny. Uh, one of the, oh, the men- one funny. Of- he would not like that. Yeah, we should make that popular. So if you could just take a look at this contract and the other things that I've got. Also, I have this knife, and I don't know if that matters. Uh, and then I think Butthole and the lawyer have one of the classic everyone else could talk for a few minutes because Butthole's over and under explaining, but it's the only way anyone learns anything. So he'll just run through the contract <laughs> wheel. Which uh, which knife? Uh, he has a black blade that the Lavender Man stabbed him with because he does not know if that is linked to the contract's powers or Manny. Mm-hmm. He just has it. Right, 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 right. Yes, he does. Great. Okay, um, so obviously we've got the gang back together and and that's wonderful. We've had our, our tear, tearful reunions uh, and now it, it's uh, time to kind of figure out uh, overall what our plan is going to be. Um you now have access to a tremendous amount of information between Sunsythe, Moonhammer, um, the lawyer, 
Butthole's contract knowledge, what uh, Quinny and Reginald saw inside the tower. Uh, Juniper's just fucking here too, and that's great. Um, <laughs> Bunny Hops and uh, Ball should be back soon. So there, you should have your, your key relatively soon. Um, but uh, you have all the information you kind of need. Essentially, the lay of the land is this. Um, Mandy has contracts with... Uh, has, has somehow found a way uh, to become the patron saint and god of all of the devil's bargains uh, that, that have been signed. He draws his power from them. Uh, if we were to look perhaps further into his genealogy, uh, he is born of the, the greed and the desire of, of humans to uh, have shortcuts. Um, so he has managed to contract his way into becoming the god of this and has overtaken hell. Moonhammer allowed him to murder her so that she could go in search of the keys. Uh, however, it did mean sacrificing her godhead. So this is something she will need to recover in order to earn the rightful throne and thus be able to use the keys she has obtained. Um, also, Manny cannot be killed so long as his contracts stand. This is particularly a problem because uh, if he does die, he'll respawn, but it might take a bunch of the people whose contracts uh, were powering him with them. So to your point earlier, Tyler, about using people as fuel, uh, your pals like Bucky might just blink out if he needs to draw on particularly powerful sources. Um, Butthole, you are also under a sworn oath uh, to save Yevgenovich, uh, that little <laughs> blue bastard, uh, and get him back to Annan so we can meet his, his sweet baby. Um, so that is, uh, yet another objective to, to add to the pile, uh, despite the fact that he has killed your friends like Jill Hellbent. Um, but so, he was under somebody else's control, Butthole did things under other people's control. Yeah, He's, he gets it. Yeah, totally fine. If the moonbeams can forgive you, Yevgenovich can probably get forgiven somewhere along the, the way. Um, so main objectives, break the, break Manny's contracts, um, mm -hmm. find a way to get Bucky out of his. You've done a lot of research into this, but... Over and above everything else, if, and I mean, this is less a Moonhammer thing, but for the rest of you, in absolute worst case scenario, you got to get Bucky out of this contract. Uh, if Manny yeah. can't be destroyed, you at least need to get Bucky out from under him because you know he sacrificed himself in an attempt to save Quinny when Quinny didn't need saving. So at the very least you can do is save him. Uh, Sub-objective, get Yevgenovich. Moonhammer, you need to become queen again so that you can use your keys. However, you will still be... Uh, anchored to this reality so long as uh, Captain Plantier can hold any sway over uh, the title of Celestial Husband. Uh, as yes, a result, yeah. that thing's got to get annulled. Yeah. Uh, you got to get that divorce finalized. Also, Butthole has some objectives there too. Um, you know that uh, Captain Plantier cannot be destroyed at this point uh, yeah. with any means you have, but you can definitely kick the shit out of him uh, and you can probably steal his stuff. Um, so the important <laughs> thing is less to destroy him, more to not get destroyed by him and to annul the marriage. In terms of Manny, that motherfucker's got to go. Uh, Quinny and Reginald, you're both under contract to Baba Yaga to end this guy once and for all, uh, let alone Quinny's additional ties to him. Juniper, you're also aware uh, that restoring gods to their rightful realms will help slow the great collide and yeah. add massive stability. So yeah. though it's nice to have a God companion for now, getting Moonhammer and Sunscythe back to their respective realms yeah. um, is, is absolutely uh, essential. Uh, if uh, Moonhammer isn't in Butthala and Sunscythe is not in Pistlesium, um, truly uh, the realms will suffer. So, all of you have a vested interest in making sure these things happen. Yeah. Uh, it's all come down to this. 
What's your plan? This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, friends. Ryan here for another ad. But this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. All right, so I hate to be the first one to talk, but I'm also kind of a general, says Reginald (laughs) as he steps forward. And I think... Butthole joins the group and he's like, oh, really? I'm a, I'm a king, so this seems like a pretty good balance. Yeah, so I'm thinking if we start with the small things, we can work up to the big things. Because, I mean, if we can break the contracts for uh, the blue uh, weirdo and then uh, Pucky, then they can help us take out Manny. And if we can break those contracts, we know how to break the bigger contracts. Because then we can so break the little ones for, our, for the two people that you care about for some reason. And then we break the big contract, and then everybody can just stab Manny a whole bunch. And then you, Miss Moonhummer, you can become queen to replace Manny, because he'll be fucked. And then you and uh, and Piss Friend can go just kick the shit out of that Captain Plantier guy, because we can have the lawyer work on the divorce shit after he sorts out the contracts, right? Does that does that make sense to everybody? This guy is pretty good. I, <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, no. <laughs> uh... Yeah, yeah, that uh, that makes sense. I think I have something here that could help with that as well. And I pull out the scroll of information that Bucky provided me uh, with uh, details of the rebellion, the underground resistance. Right. So uh, it would seem that Bucky has found some loopholes. He can't actively, openly rebel against uh, the one of many faces. 
Um, however, he did find some some uh, gray area to uh, exploit in the contract. So he has been uh, contacting through kind of an underground network uh, a number of uh, useful souls and putting them to work uh, for the cause. Um, he can't quite explain um, why hell is underpopulated, but he has been careful about the intake and trying to get people uh, assigned as they come in to, to useful means. Currently, uh, uh, the dearly departed King Mudbutt is carrying out raids, uh, just, I would say guerrilla, but that seems too organized for him. So just like chaos <laughs> well, raids. Think, if you imagine him as a literal gorilla storming into places <laughs> yes, and punching. that's about right. Um, <laughs> so he's just been uh, carrying out a string of seemingly completely unrelated attacks um, on Manny's borders, uh, which haven't really caused much damage, but are so chaotic in nature that everyone is thinking a mastermind is behind them because <laughs> they can't get the pattern right. Uh, like it's a Zodiac situation with like, he must be a genius. It's like, or just kind of obvious and we're not really doing our jobs. Um, I assume, I don't know. He's never caught Ted Cruz, whatever. Um, so you, uh, he's been carrying out a bunch of strikes that have been disrupting Manny's operations. So happily, a lot of Manny's forces are hunting down <laughs> Um, uh, the, the one, uh, now known as, uh, uh, Porky the Dark, uh, cause he seems to strike from the darkness and leave only a smell of, of pork and ham in his wake. Um, so, uh, Porky the Dark has been, uh, it's become like a, a legend amongst the, mm. uh, the administratum troops. Uh, I mean, but that's of course, pretty good. I would have gone with the pork Saken, but I think he's doing pretty all right. Oh, damn, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> next time you meet him, you should tell him that. Um, so he's been carrying out those strikes, which has been good. Um, Juniper, you were uh, meant to kind of... Uh, you it actually worked out pretty well. Um, the goal was to send you into God Hell uh, to try and help Moonhammer. Uh, Bucky was aware that Moonhammer let herself get killed. Mm. Um but uh, has been um, stroking Manny's ego to make sure Manny feels like it was all him. Um, but uh, after Moonhammer didn't come back anytime soon, Bucky kind of assumed this was going to be like a couple day thing. And then it <laughs> stretched into much longer than that. So he, uh, he got concerned and has been sending people down to help, uh, including Bunny Hops, uh, who is a, uh, a lesser demon of minor filing that uh, <laughs> uh, Bucky thought might be helpful down there. Um, Manny has um, uh, a, a sort of an elite squadron um, that Bucky is the head of. They're kind of like his, his royal guard. Uh, there is uh, Bucky. There is uh, Yevgenovich. There's uh, Ambrick Valathin. And there is uh, Kenor Fadar. Um, Ambrick is a, uh, a like an expert sorcerer. Um Canon Fadar is uh, a, a fanatic uh, who dresses like a low-level peasant, uh, carries a halberd dressed in just fabric, who just runs screaming at people, um, but uh, has uncanny healing abilities. So not known for his combat skills, uh, but is known for getting shot a bunch and then just getting back up and continuing to, to go to work. Um, so between them, Yevgenovich, who's kind of like the, the berserker murderer of the team, and Bucky, who is theoretically like the secret weapon, uh, they form his uh, his kind of elite guard. Um, Captain Plantier is an entirely unknown factor uh, that Manny has no uh, relationship with. So that is a, an, okay. an outlier. Okay, so we kind of just have to hope to avoid him. So I guess the first question is, uh, 
Mr. Lawyer Guy, we carried out of the library. Uh, what do you got for us in terms of contracts? How do we get our two friends, uh, Pucky and I'm not learning the other guy's name, but how do we get them out of their contracts? Well, it would seem that uh, your your brother, I believe it is, uh, is is onto something. This is these contracts you have. Uh, this black blade is is very telling. This is a, a, a weapon uh, generally used by uh, uh, the one of many faces. Uh, it is in fact a, a weaponized contract. Uh, often it will uh, those uh, wounded by it. Uh, if, if they die, they immediately enter the service of uh, the one with many faces. You're very lucky to uh, have not succumbed uh, to this blade. Uh, there are several uh, pieces of research you will need to do. Um, there are several uh, clauses you will need to break. Uh, but I will warn you: the one with many faces will throw everything he has against you. Will you research these things? So you must keep the people ensuring the loopholes are in fact loopholes safe. Clerical work is very particular, very slow. So you must protect them while they do this. Essentially, um, when you enter uh, Manny Citadel, uh, you've been in the archive, uh, you'll be entering the Hall of Active Record. Uh, this is an ever living, uh, essentially document mausoleum where uh, Manny's top people uh, uh, ensure that all contracts are being upheld and that all, again, as the God of Devil's Bargains, that the Devil's Bargains themselves are are being met. Um, now, he doesn't control every Devil's Bargain that has ever been made, but he, he does control a lot of them. So he has people constantly monitoring things. Um, that said, this means that within the Hall of Record, there are all active contracts that are currently in play. Your goal, because we aren't going to spend a bunch of time RPing contract law, is to take the research that Butthole has done over the last two years um, and find the necessary precedent and the necessary uh, clauses and loopholes hidden throughout uh, the Hall of Record um, in order to make sure that uh, your defense of the contract breaking is ironclad. In the case of Bucky, he clearly entered it under false pretenses. Uh, he believed that uh, he was saving Quinny's life when in fact Quinny had already signed with Baba Yaga. So by entering into it under false pretense, uh, Bucky actually cannot be held to the contract. However, you will need to prove that within the Hall of Record. Um, in terms of Yevgenovich and the rest of the contracts, the key will be um, probably semicolons from what this guy said. A lot of semicolon issues uh, <laughs> for sure, but also the fact that uh, Manny is likely drawing power from a number of contracts he himself had no part in. Hmm. By, uh, if he had not chosen to become the god of contract law and devil's bargains, uh, he would actually be pretty ironclad. But as soon as he kind of became the, the patron deity, it opened up a whole bunch of conflicts of interest. And he's likely drawing strength and godhead from contracts he had nothing to do with. So you he's basically got the power from all the contracts, but he's liable for all the flaws in all the contracts because now he's following God rules. That makes sense to me. 100%. Yeah. And uh, also, he didn't personally sign all of these. <laughs> like he's drawing power from things that he didn't participate in. And he may not be aware that that is true, but by becoming the god of contract, yes, he's liable to all the flaws and he is now open to a lot of like, well, I inherited all these. It's like, right, that's not your contract, then fuck off. So, uh, you know, very ironclad uh, fantasy realm hell law uh, at stake here, but also something that we can, I think, wrap our heads around for, for gameplay purposes. So essentially, uh, you'll have to decide who is on contract breaking and who is on protection. Manny is going to throw everything in hell at you 
uh, as you attempt to do this. So it'll be up to you to determine who is protecting who and who is doing the work. Okay, I, I, an obnoxiously meta question, but also it just has to be asked. Tom, can we take a long rest before we go into the hell base? Like, can yes, we take a sleep? The, this, the, you, are, you are staging this strike. Great. So it is on your schedule, not mine. I was thinking no, the same I, thing. I just I'm wanted to check because I. <laughs> th that's okay. We don't need to do that right now. But the idea is yes, we'll all have a rest, but we got to plan first. No, I need um, my hit dice. I'm going to do a boss fight. Yes, that's totally reasonable. Cool. Um, all right. So I've got a weird idea here. This might just be something on the side, but I'm imagining that if we kill people in hell, yeah, that they just pop away and disappear. You're, you're right. Yeah, it's bad. We destroy their souls. Okay. Well, could we maybe, with your help, Mr lawyer person whose name I don't know. Uh, could we come up with some sort of thing we could put on our weapons so that our weapons could be like contract weapons that say, if another contract is voided, this person's soul belongs to Moonhammer so they don't just pop away and disappear. There's just kind of like a clause so that if we if we can win, all the innocent people we might have to kill just, I don't know, go to Bud Haller or whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna need a religion type check. Uh, but you're, despite being a cleric, you're not really a religiony guy. You're an insight. No, guy. I'm an insight guy. So give me but, the uh, insight. You can have advantage because your god is literally standing next to you, looking over your shoulder while you do this. <laughs> Moonhammer, what is uh, what, what do you say to inspire Butthole as he attempts to uh, contractify all your weapons? Uh, I'm just gonna put my hand on his shoulder and like nod approvingly go ahead and have that blessed there bud as your hand like clanks against his armor that is <laughs> yeah hammer on his shoulder i guess yeah, yeah. 17 um I, I rolled very poorly, so this is all added up nicely. The yep. highest roll I had was a five, so thank you for the blessing, Amber. Yeah, so you're able to um, to transfer uh, the uh, the black blade uh, and kind of alter it. Um, it adds uh, kind of like an oil slick shimmer to your weapons. Uh, it will fade over time, but uh, for the purposes of the assault on the Citadel, this will be fine. Great. So, I mean, I love defending everyone, but I'm also very good at reading and investigation. So I am willing to go on either side of this. I'm also a coward, but I'm trying to do better. So would you rather I look at books or would you rather I punch things, but theoretically be closer to the door? Reginald, I think you and I should probably go look at the books. I think the two people with literal weapons for hands, plus the two people who can heal uh, should be the ones causing a great big ruckus and distraction. Yeah. Who's the second person who can heal? The paladin. I looked to... <laughs> I just <laughs> raised my hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget you can do that. It's very impressive, though. Okay, so Sometimes we got two people forget, looking. too. She also <laughs> forgot you existed for a while, but you don't know that, but we, the audience, <laughs> sure do. That's how I would split it up. All right, but are you sure yeah. you shouldn't be on the front line? Because technically, you're the king. I mean, I, I didn't die, but he's he's the king now. Who? I, butthole is. I. Oh wow. I mean, are you sure? Because I'm. I i do not know how. Maybe you did a great job. We haven't had a chance to talk about this. You've told me on multiple occasions that I'm a terrible king. We sorry, talked this is, about this. This is butthole no, talking butthole. to you there, sir. I'm oh, butthole. Sorry. Give, we look, look alike, so it's tricky. So no, I'm butthole. And I'm Reginald. Okay, so this is Bubble <laughs> I don't know why you're confused by this. 
Uh, but like, I, we didn't talk about it. Did you? I, I imagine you did a great job. Like, you probably sent a bunch of letters to people, and you're ruling a call already. Like, it's, it's probably uh, no, resolved. I didn't have didn't have a lot of time for letter writing. Uh, don't even have the airship anymore. Couldn't even get out to a call. Wait, so you didn't go there, and nope. you didn't tell anyone? Uh, no, I, a few people that I started to tell kind of were like, I don't believe you. And I was, I was like, well, all right, this seems like a non-starter. Oh, yeah, the first time that we got along, says Reginald, was uh, mm. basically when I confronted him about being a terrible king, and then we almost killed each other. But then he agreed, and now we're fine. Oh, wow, says Butthole. I, uh, <laughs> I was hoping. Hmm. Well, if no one knows... Do you want the job? Because I could coach you on how to do it. I, it feels weird to give you something and then take it back. No, no, no. It's it's not for me. This was always your... Quinny, like, rolls his eyes and says, destiny <laughs> to fulfill. <laughs> oh, wow. And do you still have... Oh, Do you still have Moonlightbringer and Toothy Hammer in, in my bag of holding? I got your bag of holding right here. I mean, a couple things, I think, uh, got lost along the way, but most of it's in there. Uh, and I'll toss the, the bag of holding over to, to Butthole. You've got all your stuff there again. Um, I can't remember if we talked about it or not, like in character, but all of Butthole's money went to some orphans. Yeah, I, I gave it away. <laughs> it's Reginald. Yeah. I don't, oh, wow. I can't remember if that was disclosed to Quinny, so I don't think Quinny knows. <laughs> I think it's like, yeah, it's all there, man. <laughs> I'm take a finder's fee from that gold. So it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Butthole like looks in and he looks at Hammer and Sickle and he's like, you did okay, but oh, it's the real thing. Uh, and he just reaches in and he pulls out Moonlightbringer and just like a choir sings, but it's all parts <laughs> out of his butt, but they harmonize like, oh, and then he goes, it's you too. And he reaches in and takes out Toothy Hammer. Which has no religious significance, but he still farts a tune for like, oh, uh, I'm back. And, then, and I'm poor. What happened to all my money? Oh, well, I gave that to a group of gnomish orphans that believe they're Quinny's friend now. You what? Oh, you are like the coolest brother ever. See, he's turning out great. Okay, so I'm the king, which makes Quinny an award 50, statue. thousand gold. <laughs> oh, no, it was 60. Uh, but... <laughs> Quinny's like clutching his chest, like foam, <laughs> foam is coming out of his mouth. Um, don't worry. Uh, oh, oh, Quinny, you don't have to stress because when we get to a car, I'll just give you first pick of the stuff out of the treasury. Then, then you'll be able to take all the stuff you need because you'll get the first pick. I'm butthole. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm butthole. It's going to be great. Reginald seethes in the background. <laughs> um, <coughs> at which point, um, a sword. Uh, comes flying uh, through the the hole in the wall uh, and digs into the ground uh, in front of you, butthole. Uh, and looking down, you recognize Slaughter Gore. There is a a puff of uh, of, of dark energy, and Vex Blackthorn grasps the haft and says room for one more and flips it up onto her back she goes that's right bitches i'm a devlington oh man i love those devlingtons hell yes you're in and if you do a great job you could 
I don't know, worship Moonhammer, live in a car. I don't give a shit. Friends. I mean, uh, <laughs> but, sure. I don't want to do either of those things, but that all sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. So it turns out uh, uh, Jim was like my, uh, I don't know, my, my great cousin or something. Anyway, he died, but it means I get this cool sword now. So uh, snicker snack, motherfuckers. <laughs> and then I think Butthole's just going to turn to the rest of the room and be like, all right, so we found Jim Devlington's cousin. Don't know how she found us, but this is a thing, apparently. I'm vexing. He, he looks out the hole in the wall and is like, anybody else's cousins? Um, huh? And uh, you see just little flaming ears uh, kind of bounding towards you. Uh, and you um, no, uh, no not, not cousins, but um, perhaps uh, helpful. Also, I, I, I brought a, an arch, uh, arch demon of hell. Uh, here's Ball. Uh, and uh, sure enough, like wearing his deflated water wings and like legitimately looking super tired. He's just like, we had to walk so far <laughs> to get here. Hi, I'm a, oh, I'm a, a ball bringer of uh, darkness, king of skull. Honestly, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to need to oh, just like sits down and <laughs> just takes a load off. And he's like, like I, Kevin uh, from the office after he has to climb <laughs> the stairs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm normally a lot more impressive. I am. Uh, I'm tuckered. No. Um. I, he just starts like he points at Juniper. He's like, "Are you? Are you Moonhammer?" Me? Yeah. No. No. Shit. He points at Vex. He's like, "Are you Moonhammer?" <laughs> She's like, "Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm Vex Blackthorn. Uh, Dash Devlington. Oh no, I haven't figured out the note." He's like, I, I, "Shut up." Butthole will use thaumaturgy and just have three flames in the background just pop up behind Moonhammer dramatically, trying to like draw an arrow a little bit. He's like, "Oh, okay, so you must be you must be Fire Spring." Okay, cool. I think I've heard of you. Uh, he points at Sunsight. He's like, "Moonhammer, that's off brand." For oh shit, you've got hammers for hands. You're okay. Hey, hi, uh, Bal. Uh, I, I have this contract that this weird little bunny fucko uh, delivered to me. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm honestly, if I can just sit this one out, uh, you, I'll give you the key. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'd love to be a king of this place, though. So, uh, oh, here you go. Uh, and he hands you the contract and the key. Now we've got all three. Oh, also, I do have cousins. I just don't think they're here. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to ruin your thing. Uh, whew, all right. So. Ball, my name's uh, Reginald Tingler, recovering coward. Uh, we are making a move against Manny, and if we fail, uh, you you uh, probably don't do great. I'm no, I'm just out of key. I'm fine. I'm not getting involved in that shit at all. You go fight them all you like. Damn, I was really hoping we'd get a big demon working with us. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that really would fuck up the challenge rating, though, so no, I'm just going to hang out down here. Challenge rating's how I think about fights. You know, I always try to figure out the angles. <laughs> Does anybody uh, have some water? I am, uh, I am fucking beat. Yeah, Quinny will throw him, a, throw him a skin of water. You're like, all right, man. Um, he like pours it onto his tongue and just immediately hisses away. He's like, ah, stupid devil tongue. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to need that back. Sheepishly sits down it's like, it's like, no, no, don't walk away. Get that back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does it back. All right. <laughs> all right, so you have your keys. Uh, you have your party. You have all the people you could possibly have. Yeah. Um, sorry, Tom I, says before we go looking for more characters to join us. Yeah, exactly. 
I want to find every single person who's ever died in the story and see where they are and what they've been up to this whole time and if they're Tom, willing to join us. Yeah, Tom, you said we could do this on our own schedule. <laughs> just uh, I need tailing when she hasn't eaten in several days in the yeah. officer. She's just like, I'm I, I want to find the Nothic. <laughs> What's the Nothic been up to? Oh, no. Nothic. <laughs> I want kaglaka glock. <laughs> Look, yeah. they all went I to different. I have to make amends for that still. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Alan has to make amends for that. Uh, I I think I might have missed if, it, but what was the uh, what was the final word on creating our own contract weapons? Uh, you that happened. We that oil happened. slicked yeah, them, so we Perfect. we can kill with impunity <laughs> because okay. theoretically the souls will be saved after. I have cool contract. <laughs> have cool contract jargon names to bestow upon our weapons if you want some of these well, fucking cool. obviously we want <laughs> quinny you're the court jester and you've got things to say so let's get it out here tell them jokes and name all the new weapons uh who wants uh one of you holy folks who wants a uh, bona fide it's latin for in good faith <laughs> i mean i'll take it yeah bona fide fists of moonhammer yeah yeah uh firstborn cool. twin always picks first yeah okay what else you got I like snap my finger uh, and like frostbite springs up into my hand and like put the oil on it. It's like, I present to you breach of contract. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald's like, everyone back up for a second because I can't do this subtly. And everyone does. And he summons the teleport sword and appears like a foot to his left in an explosion. And then he's like, what about this one? That'd have to be uh, arbitration. It's a method of a uh, dispute resolution. And like when he like wiggles his eyebrows as he says that. Oh yeah, that feels right. That feels <laughs> real good. All right, who's next? Oh, do you know what? Okay. And then he pulls out a slamming hammer and he's like, "I'll just call these both the arbitrators." Perfect. I mean, I've got I've got my my blade. Uh, this one. Perfect. How about damages? <laughs> <laughs> Feel good? <laughs> it's got extra meaning there now. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, what about Moonlightbringer? Though, admit it, uh, wait, no, there's someone here I can ask. Um, Moonhammer, is it against the rules if I if I have like a temporary name for a Moonlightbringer that's not Moonlightbringer? Because I don't want to mess with any of your relics. I just want to do good for you. I will allow it. Oh, cool. When he like finger snaps, force majeure. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, cool. <laughs> and these great. are alphabetized, so I was in the D's when I gave up damages. But if you want something cool like indemnity as like a badass name for your sword, uh, Juniper, that's that's up for grabs as well. Um, I kind of like damages. I like damages too, but it's I was worried it was good. too it was too like on the nose. Yeah. No, I like that for you. <laughs> no. And then I think we could use uh, we could use uh, indemnity for um, Sunsight. That's your name, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's me. Yeah, yeah. All right, you could be double indemnity. double indemnity. Yeah, yeah great minds. All right, uh, we spent a lot of time literally in each other's brains. Yeah, yeah, we did. All right, I'm not going to remember everyone else's weapon names. Write down your own weapon names <laughs> if you want to see a cool you see a cool contract line when you kill someone. It's on you. You got to remember your own shit. <laughs> that's it. And, th and that's how it became a court jester thing right at the end. You're the best jester, Quinny. I don't know why. Do you know what? I know why I made you king and you would have been great. But I think in the end, it's probably best that you're the jester because you tell that truth that people don't want to face. And Juniper, who's my hand? 
Uh, I am. That's me. That's right. That's right. And you don't have any other ranks that you've earned since that time, right? I'm also a sheriff. Oh, wow. I mean, we'll it's a shithole town, but I'm still the sheriff. We'll call you the Hansy Sheriff. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Did miss you, butthole. I miss you, miss too. You. And with that, uh, the dum-dums, their godly pals, their long-lost <laughs> cousin of a dead friend, and their tiny little bunny companion, Storm, Manny Citadel, in an attempt to end the one of many faces, a bad marriage, and the worst of devil's bargains once and for all. But first, a long rest. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons' artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are, and now for that massive coronary, and skipping through the orchestra pit part one by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dumb Dumbs and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bi-Decennial Festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my beloved Windfall City. It is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready to speak kindly with me now, child? I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books. And that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring son. <laughs>
Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.